You're listening to the Barnes Corner Fitness Podcast. We'll be talking about all things fitness and nutrition. Hey guys, earlier today we recorded our first podcast. Just a little, uh, we had a few technical difficulties, some mics cracking. Um, we're, we're still waiting on some equipment to come in to upgrade. We're, we're using some old equipment. So bear with us on this first episode. It was kind of a trial run, and I uh, hope you enjoy it. It gets cut off at the end also, so hang in there. Hope you have a few laughs. Hope you take home a little bit of knowledge that you didn't have prior, and uh, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the BCF Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Montgomery. I'm here with our co-host today, Dave Saunders, and Josh Krause. Thanks, guys, for joining us. All right. What we're here to talk about, all things fitness today, we're going to get into some gym etiquette later in the episode. But for right now, we're just going to uh, give uh, introduce ourselves, give you guys a little bit of background information on how we kind of broke into this industry, and you know maybe answer some questions that you didn't know about us, or if you're just listening to us or just meeting us for the first time, we will uh, maybe maybe you get to know us a little better than uh, than you did before. This is good. All right. So, you know what? My name is Mike Montgomery. I broke into this industry uh, kind of by a uh, pipe dream of opening up a gym, right? 2014, opened up Barnes Corner Fitness with my wife, Mindy. Um, a little bit about me. I met her in a gym, actually. That's how we met. No way. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's a great story. Breaking this out, man. YMCA. What was your pickup line? Cecil County. She picked me up. Dude. Mm. Yeah. I believe that, actually, 100%. Yeah, she picked me up. She asked me out for pizza. What'd you get? I think I ate a whole pizza. Uh, Papa John's. Yeah, Papa John's. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, you know, we kind of met in a gym. And then, uh, you know, what, 20, uh, 15 years later, we, you know, opened up a gym. Was that your childhood dream to open up a gym? Not a childhood dream. Eight-year-old playing uh, in the backyard. Yeah, no. But, uh saw the need to open one up in this area. So we opened it up and here we are. Now, here's my question. Did uh-huh. you, cause you, you have the auto buy shop, Mike's Mike Montgomery auto buy shop right uh-huh. next to it. Uh huh. Which did you open first? Um, the auto buy shop, we've been open since 1983. Oh, okay. So that wasn't, yeah, that it was wasn't a family even... business and took that one over in 06. Gotcha. And then had this property here. I actually was looking to open up another gym in another, in a, in a shopping center. Uh huh in the shopping center in town and that didn't go through that was back in like 09 the one over here in yeah and then I, I was able to acquire this property in 2010 2011 and it took me about three years to figure out how to what we were going to do with the property i'm going to hurt your feelings yeah. real quick yeah 2011 was when i graduated high school so y'all old um and actually family. my question is as a six-year-old mechanic taking over the family business did you have trouble communicating and kind of blending into the shop environment yeah i was prematurely gray at 10 years old (laughs) yeah that's awesome now but anyway how about you dave how did you get into this so i uh, moved from philadelphia to maryland which was a fun as a fun move for a job after i graduated college Mm -hmm. and i needed a place to work out and i reached out to mike saying hey you know what do you what kind of facility you guys got? And I had my my CrossFit certification uh, working in Philly from years past. And I said, "Hey, 
give me a shot, and he did, and it worked out pretty good. All right, that got you here to BCF, but how about how did you get into fitness in general? Fitness in general. So my like, dad actually had me doing uh, obstacle courses when I was probably like seven because I was a rambunctious character, as you can imagine. Go figure. Um, and then I played football in high school, football and powerlifting. That was a good one. Powerlifting uh, resulted in football, resulted in quite a few injuries, uh, had to have a hip surgery and things like that. So how I got into CrossFit, I was at a practice one day and this was in high school. This was in high school. Right. And it, it turned out to be the, the guy who approached me was my best friend's girlfriend's dad. And he came up to me and was just like, hey, dude, have you ever heard of CrossFit? And I was like, well, I'm doing P90X right now for my <laughs> for my recovery. So it's probably about so. What year rate. was this? This is 2000, probably 2011. Okay. And he's like, "Dude, you should totally try CrossFit. Count to my gym and do a did workout." You go, with me. Yeah, but did you say, "Do you even lift?" I didn't. Well, I was not. I was no. not. I was not that type of. Uh, you were just uh, a lifter. nice kid. Yeah, I, was you just know? A, I was a nice little kid that's yeah. just playing football. Uh-huh. My, my team. Uh huh. Anyways, so uh, so 2011, you're like, and this is what? When did you graduate high school? 2011. Okay, so, so senior. senior in high school, yeah. you started maybe doing a little bit of CrossFit. And then uh, you, this became something that you just were became extremely interested in, or you yeah, did it, pretty yeah, good I, at. You were, I probably did it a couple of years, did it, uh, a couple of competitions. Um, this was in you lived up in upstate PA. Yeah, gotcha. not not upstate, like Philadelphia. So Philly area. Yeah, Philly yeah. area. Anyways, so did that, um, and then after probably a couple of years of just training and stuff, I got my certification. I've always had kind of a coaching uh, or teaching stint that I, like, that I like to teach. I like to coach. Um, so I got my certification, uh, and then have been able to work at, I, I've probably, this is probably my, I want to say like fifth or sixth CrossFit gym that I've ever worked for. Um, so I got tied down with you. Did they all fire you but me? No, nobody fired me actually so far. That's, that's a good one. All right. However, hey. I have always gotten the talk to Dave, of, Hey, you're focusing too Dave, much on technique. You're, Dave, you're fired. Turns you the off. Off. Drop. I just want to see what it felt like. It hurts my heart. All right. Anyway. So, yeah. Ah, so 2013, you got your level one. No, 2014, 15. 15, I think. Yeah. CrossFit level one yeah. certification. And that's when you kind of started coaching at some different gyms and things. Yep. Yep. And that was while you were in college or just Yeah, us? no, I, was, I actually used what I did for CrossFit to most pay for college. So. Gotcha, yeah. yeah. Just as a yeah. fun. This is fun life. To pay for your. Uh, I, got to, I got to teach the 530 class. That's why I've never taken it from you. <laughs> I know what that's like. Yeah, it's tough. Good class, though. Good people. How about you, Josh? Um, mine's a mine's a long story. Um, I've always been a gym rat since I was little. I mean, if there was a way you could torture yourself at an inappropriate age in any way, shape, or form, fitness, that was a hundred percent me. Glutton for punishment. Oh, every day. I mean, there were times, like at eleven, I just like what were you doing at eleven? I was out back running like a weighted vest, like doing sprint work. At 11. Did you play when sports? I was 11, they mm. didn't have weighted sprints, weighted vests and mm. sprints. We, all we did was play baseball and, like, you know, run around the woods. Mm. Well, I was doing that, too. Yeah. So I've always I've always just loved all things fitness. And then I kind of got into it. Um, more of the sports performance side, I kind of got into it on a – not on accident. I was working at a gym doing my uh, – I was doing all my like prereqs to go to college so this somewhere was else. In college, or you were in? Yeah, I was. Um, I was at. Uh, I was actually at Cecil, uh-huh. and I was working in their gym. And uh, I had a 
was that was before? First. Was that when they had the little teeny bot, the little gym, or did they have the new building already? <laughs> um, the little gym down. I I kind of got there, like right when they had built that, and then what? What built what? The new building? Yeah. So I I had seen the little gym and I had worked out in there for like maybe a couple months, and then you know I went to Cecil, right? Did you? Yeah, I didn't know that. We were in the uh, gym about the size of this room, and yeah. for you guys, that are listening, about the this room's room. about fourteen by fourteen. Literally, it was a tiniest gym, yeah. man. It was, it was actually kind of fun though. We, we is, a... it is your your grungy backwoods like, if it, if there needed to be a scene of like some crazy heavy deadlifting or something something in a movie that would be filmed in that like in that, that scene in Rocky, yeah, yes, like if it's that gym of, still no, stood, they had like a one of those chrome universal systems in there. I don't even know what that like, is. <laughs> it was like fifty pieces in like one machine tower. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. No, it, it had crazy. four sides, and that was yeah. a, you had a pull down. Didn't even have a seat on it. You had to have somebody <laughs> hold you down by your shoulders. Something wild. Yeah, it was awesome. But anyway, so you you so got I was there, there and uh, I actually got approached by this teacher who was doing the kind of fitness and wellness program intro, and asked if I would train um, a blind student. And it was super cool because, first of all, he I've I've never known anybody who ever, anybody who's blind that was passionate about working out and this kid this kid wanted to work out so we trained for like a year and that kind of like kind of amped up me wanting to like really help people on like the fitness and wellness aspect aspect of it so then i went down and got my uh bachelor's in exercise and sports science after training him that was at salisbury yeah i was down at salisbury um so then while i was down there i was uh volunteering in their strength and conditioning program with all their athletes um D3 Powerhouse, the Salisbury Seagulls. That's my only shout out of this podcast. Um, so then I, I think I, I think I topped over like 1,500 volunteer hours over like all the teams. So I fell in love with sports performance, and then I did a, uh, I worked at. After that, I kind of did an internship at uh, College Park down to the Terps. Worked with their athletes for a summer, and then the following summer I went to Ohio State. And I worked with their athletes. Um, I trained, I've trained everybody between awesome. blind people. So Dave's worked in five CrossFit gyms and I've been at Barnes Corner Fitness and Josh has been all over the country. I call that diversity. Yeah. Right <laughs> I also want to point out something. Josh and I have only known each other for what, a month and a yeah. half now? Yeah, we're the same person. And we're basically the same person. I just have a little more energy than he does. I think well, that's hilarious. Well, that's you crack 30, 30 and you let us know I trained how you a blind guy in, in college. Yeah like the same thing you just described i was like oh that's weird well, yeah so i mean I, I've, I've literally trained everybody i've trained olympians i've trained d1 through d3 old people young that's people awesome. blind like i've seen it all and then you know i got my master's in applied health and physiology well, let me so ask you this then. let me ask you this if since you have trained all the and been to all these different uh have, have such a diverse background in, in fitness and in training and at different schools at ohio and so on and so forth. It's uh, the Ohio State. The, the Ohio State. Fair enough. What, oh, it's in the what accent, was right. the biggest, what was your biggest pet peeve, you think, after visiting all these gyms? What's your biggest pet peeve of, you know? Oh, that's tough. Uh, across the do? board, my biggest pet peeve? You know, I've seen a ton of stuff, and I don't know if I could put one above the other. 
but there's so many that are just like right in line with each other. I'd, I have to say my number one that doesn't make any sense in my head, no matter how, which way I think about it, is not putting your weights back in any capacity. Yeah. If it's dumbbells, if it's plates, nothing will drive me more bonkers. What if, Dave, what if you're in quarantine for like seven weeks and you go in the gym and you leave 35-pound plates out on the bar, on the floor? I don't bite the hand that feeds me. Therefore, I would say that's mm. totally acceptable, Michael. Touché. I've been leaving my weights out during this whole. I mean, like if I it, walk it in every day, and he has two thirty-five pound plates on a barbell. To which the first thing I says, "Why only thirty-five pound plates?" Well, first of all, those are the only two plates left in the entire building, so it's understandable why that's why re rack them if you're just going to put them back on. But yeah, it doesn't make that's sense. We did like, loan out the majority of our equipment to some of our members, so that's very fair. Like the thought that has to go into. But even if we didn't, I'd probably only have like twenty-five pound plates on there. But we don't even have twenty-five pound plates. Stamina so. freak. Like somebody goes to a gym, this is the part I'll never get. You go to the gym to better yourself and work out and exercise, and then you go and you you go literally and pick up those weights, use them, and then all of a sudden you're just like, "Nah, I'm good, bro," and you leave them. I will never mentally understand how you can do that. That's very fair. I think sometimes though, a lot of people just they take a break to go get some water. And then they completely forgot that they left one there. Yeah, sometimes, like once in a blue moon, but yeah. So, you know, the culprit. This is coming down. So, this is going to bring us into the topic that we're discussing today, and it's it's gym etiquette, right? So, some of us are new to gyms. Some of us have been going to gyms for, you know, a long time, like myself, Uh, you know, quite a bit older than these two. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. At least I still have my hair. I just wear a hat because I like it. Oh. Um, anyway, you, how Mike about looks you, like Dave? the guy from—is it Toy Soldier? Is that the—is that the movie? Oh, uh, yeah, Sarge. Right? Yeah, Sarge from, Sarge Toy, from Soldier. Toy Soldier. Yeah, that 100%. is you, but like real life. He looks like a an older um, Val Kilmer from Top Gun. Like if yep. you took if you uh-huh. took Val Kilmer in his current state of Top Gun, the original, not his. No, not the. Right feel like the and current, just added a little bit of gray hair. Like it's I the same look person. like the current Val Kilmer. And if no, you, you don't, don't. Nah, he's way like, more regular. Listen, than if you don't know what he looks like, Google it right now. That's oh, why. I, that's why I want to let you know. That's why I specified Top Gun one and not Dude, current state because Homer looks like death, and he doesn't believe it's in it if you didn't see that. Like, I believe it. Anyway. Josh, you look like Nick Miller from New Girl. I not only look like Nick Miller, you I am Nick Miller. Nick Miller. Nick Miller. Nick Miller. Nick Miller. We have totally. Derailed. All right, sorry. Okay, okay back to right. gym etiquette. Gym etiquette. Okay. My, well, my, what's your pet peeve, Dave? All right, my pet peeve of gym etiquette is when you are about to do a lift that requires concentration and somebody just comes up and talks to you or if you're working out with somebody and they just don't know when to talk. It's very similar to knowing when to talk and when not to talk in movies. It's like this that's like pretty good. unspoken so code. The, the guy in the gym that is just – going around talking to everybody else and then you can't get away from them right and then you feel well and here's the thing so i'm a very pretty blunt person so i'll just like hey man yeah i'm i'm working out now and and i don't want to talk right now and then i think i'm being mean but then i'll like later on during the workout when i'm not really doing anything like oh yeah man like what's up so i think it it gives people mixed signals but that that drives me wild from like from a metabolic standpoint you have certain certain lifts require certain timing like on oh, your rest 100%. breaks. Yeah. So if I'm doing like your bodybuilding set, I've got a minute, 45 seconds to like a minute and a half tops. Well, you if got, you come up you and start remember, talking though, to me. Coming to the gym is a social place. And that's one of the biggest things that we're all missing during this quarantine sure. is we're, we miss seeing our, our friends. We miss seeing our uh, our community and just 
this is a, a lot of times your gym is your third home, right? You got work, you have home, and then what, what's your third place you go to? A lot of, for a lot of people, it's it's the gym, and we're all missing that right now. And a lot of people come to this come to the gym, and they just want to talk to people, and and they're excited to be here. But what they don't realize is a lot of times some people are on a limited schedule. They don't have time. Look, this is a serious matter. Like Dave, like it's serious, man. Training is serious. Well, here's no, kid. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I would say there's a difference also between if you're doing like a bodybuilding type workout where you're doing eight to 12 reps, it's not maximal effort. You're probably anywhere between like 60, 75% of your one rep max. When you're doing something like, Hey, I'm, I'm going for like, imagine if you're going for a, a uh, clean and jerk or a snatch PR or a push press or something. I don't know. Something that requires a little bit more. Yeah. Me- yeah. Mental acuity under physical duress. That's a good, that's a good one. Um, and then somebody's like, Oh, Hey man, how you doing? Like, Oh dude. Yeah. I mean, but the, here's the thing. If you're in, if you're in one of our classes, one of our group classes, one of our CrossFit classes, one of our boot camp classes, or if you're getting personal training, this is one of the benefits because you don't get interrupted. You know, you're here for the hour, you're in class, and you don't get interrupted in that class. That's very true. And it helps. But when, but for myself, I, I don't get to take a lot of classes. I have to work it on my own, and I'm constantly interrupted because there's a lot going on around this this uh, complex here with the shop next door and everything. So if I don't get my workouts done in the morning when there's no interruptions, then typically my workouts uh, are always interrupted. Interruption in some, some But you know what? It is what it is. Uh, if you got to interrupt me, it's fine because it's important. But the sometimes easiest people way. just want to talk, and yeah. that's fine too. If you got your headphones in, that is a universal sign of "do not bother me." That's true. I don't wear headphones, man. We yeah, neither do I. You know why? Now the the I real put question a new system in the gym, man, is great. As Mister Popular, now you're right though. Headphones. Of the gym, does it does your back hurt every day from carrying the weight of being so popular? Mm-hmm. No, my back hurts because I'm old. Oh, I thought it was the first. Yeah. Nope. Um, but. Moving on to my pet peeve, right? This is the easy one. Wait, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike. What's your pet peeve? Hey, Dave. Pet peeve. You know what? I don't even know if I should have. You just busted mine out. I mean, like, you're just like, dude, you should Tell you the truth, that. though. I mean, un- understandable. I mean, it's it, being interrupted is a uh, it completely happens to a lot of people. And I can that, that's a good pet peeve. So open up this can of worms that you. Nah, uh, it's not really a can of worms. I, I just, everything gets on my nose. Yeah, not a lot of peppies, but today's is going to be not hanging the damn jump ropes up correctly. Time out. It's not my, yeah, Time out. That's it, man. Out you of could just all hang the gym etiquette. That's right. Peeves, no, this is not gym etiquette. This is my pet peeve. Okay. Yeah. For all of my people that have been here for five years taking CrossFit, and you can't figure out how to hang a jump rope up so correctly. Okay, they're tripping. <laughs> they're tripping hazard. Um. They actually, you know, what's the worst is when they get the little burrs on the end because they're like these the wire speed ropes. Have you ever done that? And then when you're going to put it away, you snag your finger on it and you're like, "Ow!" Um, I'd like to take a minute to say that all the jump ropes at Barnes Corner Fitness have been safety prepped, and we don't have that problem here. Please continue. I've gotten rid of all the jump ropes, and we're going fake jump ropes, jump ropes. See what I did there? <laughs> fake jump ropes, so that you don't have to touch them when we come back. You know, you just. I actually COVID nineteen approved. COVID nineteen approved jump rope. No jump ropes. You just have handles. So no you're handles. air jumping. Hmm. Double unders will be really easy. Yeah, I have lots of pet peeves, but we're going to get back to those because we're going to give you a pet peeve every podcast. All right, here's a here's a question. Jump ropes. Which one is a bigger pet peeve? 
taking too long between rest breaks for certain things or improper warm-ups. Oh, improper warm-ups, 100%. Not a pet peeve. Oh, that's 100% a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Improper warm-ups? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When you watch somebody, you know they're coming in to do chest because the first thing that they do is they do Monday, the plated, PM. plated scarecrows. It's Monday. It's 5.01. Guy's got his Beats headphones in. He's cut off tee, and he's warming up. What's wrong with that? Is it a BCFT what? or what is wrong? Well, number one, it's not doing anything. Corner. Corner. What I'll tell you what my other pet peeve is. It's a posterior Wearing adult. Planet Fitness t-shirts to Barnes Corner Fitness. Who does that? Oh, I'm not going to name names. Why would anybody even want to wear a Planet Fitness t-shirt? That is like the worst possible. That's true. Maybe it's fine because, you know. They're... Gym scenario. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to keep going. Rings aren't hung up correctly. They just got hanging, and then they got them wrapped around the rig and then tied up there. Um, That's I'm losing my mind right now. That I've, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. You're fired. I have not. <sighs> I have you ever been fired from a CrossFit gig? No. Coaching gig? Yeah, you're fired. Never. Tell me how. Yeah, you're fired. Well, cut his mic off, Josh. Uh, cut in mic in three, two. All right. We're back. And I'm back. Ha. All right. Anyway, lots of pet, different pet peeves. We're you know, so anyway, getting back to this gym etiquette, putting your putting your putting weights, your weights away is pretty much a universal rule. What's some other universal rules? I'll give you another one. Not wearing muddy boots through my gym, uh, continuing dude. to work out with muddy shoes and muddy boots on. Wearing How boots in general in a gym is right, a... doesn't even have to be muddy boots, muddy shoes, whatever. Whoever comes in at three o'clock in the morning and wearing your muddy boots all through my gym and then. I well, you know why they do it. it. How can you not because see you your track and well, mud on yeah, the floor? Yeah, but you have the whole gym cleaned from top to bottom every day, sometimes twice a day. So he comes in, tracks it all in. How do you know it's a he? I assume. Huh. You know what they say about it. Anyways, and then the next day, totally spicking some man again. So he's like, oh, it must not have mattered. How about you? What's the next one? That, that That's kind of that's a um, etiquette-wise. Yeah. Any, anything where you were leaving a trace that you were there, sweat, Mud, blood, not wiping chalk, the equipment. So we got weights, anything. Yeah, don't put don't, away your equipment. Yeah. Wipe down, untraceable right? before and after you use a piece especially of especially because now, then before and after, especially now, right after all this crazy stuff going down. When we come in, first thing you should probably do, wipe it down, and now you know it's clean because most people aren't. You know, people don't wipe stuff down. They're just, I don't know, bad etiquette. Would you say? I mean, I this kind of piggies back off of what I was saying earlier about pet peeves. I don't like when people aren't cognitive of like everyone else's space or oh. like or the timing of like certain things. Like if you're like yes. if you're in the rack, for example, like if you're squatting or benching, a it's a pet peeve that you bench in the rack. Number one, two. There's no reason, no matter time wise, how long your exercises are even if you're doing five by 12 you're probably oh. not going to be in the rack any longer than seven to eight minutes tops including your rest breaks yeah all right so we've got putting away your equipment being, being mindful of the space yeah being just be mindful of, of other people yeah your equipment before and oh after. oh i got one uh -huh. i got one um you know you go up to the bench and you're like you start you start trying to work out and this guy comes out oh no no no, no, no i'm using that you're like no you're not it's like, yeah, 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 I'm doing a circuit. And somebody who takes up eight pieces of equipment and they're doing a their circuit training. So, yeah, so, so that's going back to Josh's 
you know, being mindful of your space and, and, and sharing equipment properly, not staying on the cardio equipment all day. Yeah. You know, we, luckily we don't have that problem too bad here. You know, we've got, we have so much good, cardio good community. People are pretty respectful of everything. It's never too crowded here yeah. anyway. So you can come in and pretty much use whatever you need. Um, yeah. Good stuff. What else you got, Josh, for me? I'm a big pet peeve with dropping weights. Now, this comes with an asterisk. Clanging and banging. Massive asterisk. A massive asterisk. Now, if you're working up to a heavy one or two, as part of your predetermined protocol that you're doing, I don't care at that point. Because so, yeah, but here's the thing. What are we working up to? We're working up to a heavy one or two bench press, heavy one or two curl, heavy one or two deadlift. Who does heavy are we one talking or two about? This so is this, is, this is what I meant by like How, the asterisks. Yeah. So like because where the dropping the weights are coming on that that becomes gym etiquette is on the selectorized equipment where they're just going up and just uh, with the iron slamming yeah. and, and with with the stacks of weights. Yep. So selectorized for you guys that don't know are the uh, the universal machines in the in the gym where you can select what weight you want the machine. pin select machines. That's the selectorized machines, and and there's a lot of people just Tink. just slam them, you know, but they don't control their weight. So. Where does this stem back to, Josh? I'm going to explain to you where it stems back to. Yeah, so like... People don't, have never been informed on how to lift properly. Yeah. I could, I could agree with that. Concentric, eccentric. Do you know what that means? Do I know? I'm not talking massive. to you about Do it, I but I'm asking the listeners. Concentric, eccentric. That's the push or the pull or the up and the down motion, correct? Without, the eccentric We're going to get technical here. The, Ready? Go. The eccentric portion of any move would be the... Releasing back to normal. Concentric would be pulling or pushing in certain cases. And then the eccentric would be coming back to start. So the negative is the eccentric. Correct. So if a negative on a bench press is lowering down. Mm-hmm. A negative on a pull-up is lowering down from the top. Coming mm-hmm. back down. Or from the bottom back to start. Yeah. yeah. Whichever. Yeah. It gets bottom. on my nerves because if you if you can do it for 12 times or 8 reps or 7, 6 right. You can set it down, right? That's why. That's why I have that but asterisk on there. If you have... go, if I mean, if you're going to max, and you're doing deadlifts or bench, and you get up to that one, and you're coming back down, okay, that's your one. You're going heavy. I can understand if you drop it. If you're doing dumbbell bench, and I see you do twelve, and then you kick the dumbbells out like they're super heavy, oh my god! Yeah, no dropping dumbbells. They bend. Oh my gosh! Pet peeve number seven hundred thirty-two. We're only on number eight. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This I guy. I thought you said silence your cell phones. Uh, that's a, I actually have a class of five uh, streaming live today. Oh. Um, anyway, most people don't realize, though, eccentric is what builds your muscle. 100%. And they think that it's the push or, mm-hmm. or the concentric that builds muscle, but it's not. It's the eccentric that builds muscle. So that tempo of that negative is what's going to create gains. Well, the biggest thing that everybody misses is that time under tension. So the longer your muscle's under tension, the easier and faster you're going to build lean muscle tissue. I was just going over that with my wife yesterday doing those dumbbell Z presses. It was awesome. And that's, and for me, when you're dropping weights, that's where it gets super annoying for me because if you can do all the way through the set, Unless you're in the 80 to 90, 95% range and you're going for your maxes. Right. I will never understand why you 
drop your weights. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the only, I mean, there's obviously there's some sports like weightlifting, like Olympic style weightlifting, snatch and clean jerk. That, that also, falls obviously you're not, asterisks. you're not, well, the, and they're the reason why we have bumper plates so you can drop it. So you're saving yourself. I thought those were CrossFit plates and no, they just God. looked heavy. Uh, fake weights. Fake weights. Dude, when I started weightlifting, I can't tell you how many people who like knew stuff about gyms too came up to me and was like, dude, why are you using fake plates? That's so not you. And I was like, you're dumb <laughs> and i had to explain it to them i know but you gotta figure though old school there were no you couldn't get a bumper plate six or seven years ago you couldn't even find one what like they were special order oh yeah 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 you couldn't no they were not common all gyms. steel plates like you could yeah, now you should just go to dick sporting goods and get a get a whole set of olympic plates because yeah. they're just it's nor it's the norm now but you know, steel, decks, right? Sporting goods. Yeah. 20% off. Their sponsor. This moment brought to you by Dick Sporting Goods for all of your outdoor needs. Who's your sponsor? If you had to have one sponsor, who would it be? Like, who's your dream sponsor? Dream sponsor? Probably like, you know, it'd be really cool to be sponsored by Elon Musk. You Imagine oh. what you could, could learn by being sponsored by him. Yeah, because anyway, he 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 most likely be able to say, okay, you're good at these things, um, in this technical field, and I'm gonna support you and, and show you how to excel in that. All right, sponsored by Elon Musk, the best smelling Elon on the planet. <laughs> All right, how about how about you, Josh? This is good. The fact that Elon Musk hasn't come out with a cologne line at this point, even just to be funny, I'm a little upset about. Yeah, that's I, a, the man made. I bet you that cologne would be electric. It probably tingles the skin. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. Did you? What yeah, is, I, we went right over you guys' head there. Huh? I would be sponsored by like green energy drink because I drink like nine of those a day. I'm pretty sure at this point, like seventy five percent of your blood content is probably green energy. It's good stuff, and that's an man. understatement. If you guys haven't tried one, they're in the vending machine in the gym. I've not tried well, one. Well, whatever's left that you haven't murdered. Yeah, I just got nine yes. more cases for you guys. What? Yeah, pineapple only though. They've been shut down by the COVID. Pineapple has? No, the whole they're not producing any right now. Oh, so. dude, I love pineapple. It's probably my favorite fruit. Pineapple and then pomegranate. Derailing. That's my. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our first and last podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, holistically, <laughs> pineapple is super good for you. Just FYI, pineapple very good anti-inflammatory. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, listen, we're going to wrap this thing up. Thanks for listening to us. And uh, stay tuned. We've got lots 